The Colorado legislature just ended its 120-day session at the Capitol. Although a number of state priorities were accomplished, a number of other key ones were not, like affordable housing. For older adults, the sometimes contentious homestead exemption will be going to voters. Greetings again. I'm Adam Morgan. We learn more on the next steps for the homestead exemption, along with other actions affecting older adults, from the executive director of the Colorado Gerontological Society, Ms. Eileen Doherty. Just to kind of frame that one up a little bit, the tax proposal that was passed in the very last hours of the session um, did include um, a referendum to go to the vote of the people. Um, And so part of that particular bill has five or six provisions. One of them is to basically look at ways that the state can keep excess tax revenue. And so that's the the whole initiative, if you will, of this Proposition HH, which will go to the voters in November. Yeah. And so it's supposed to reduce the valuation uh, to help people with their property taxes for next year. Um, It also backfills counties who may lose uh, property taxes by an exemption. So it provides for um, an exemption um, for regular property tax owners as well as for older adults who um, apply for this property tax exemption um, to be able to reduce the amount of your property taxes. And then it does include the provision that um, once you qualify for the senior homestead exemption, it would then become portable regardless of um, when you um, sold the current house or property that you live in. Um, it would become portable. So it's it, still a ten-year uh, a ten-year standard, though, isn't it? It will be unless this proposition HH passes in the November election, and then if it passes in the November election, then the ten-year rule goes away for taxes paid in twenty twenty-four. Okay. Um, So your 2023 taxes that are due in 2024 are still going to be under the 10-year rule. If this Proposition HH passes, then portability will go into effect. And then for 2025, if you apply for it, then you would be eligible. Well, I know we're always looking ahead here. So the legislature remanded it to the voters to pass instead of them doing it themselves. so But we can't do anything about that until the general election of November 2024, if I'm hearing you correct. 23, 23. Well, a lot of people have been looking forward to at least being able to uh, do something about it because with uh, older adults, a lot of boomers who want to uh, downsize a bit may be looking at um, condos and, uh, and townhouses and stuff like that. That's really going to help them then. Okay, what else can we look forward to that the legislature came up with that older adults are going to like or frown at? Well, um, probably the biggest 
frown at this stage of the game is the Older Coloradans Act, um, which, so for the Older Americans Act and the Older Coloradans Act, um, Colorado, the two funds together, they get about uh, $59 million. About $20 million of it, $29 million comes from the state and $20 million comes from the federal government. They've also had a lot of um, ARPA money, the money from the COVID funds over the last couple of years. Yeah. So they have been able to do a lot of programming that they would not have been able to do had they not had that extra funding. So they're looking at some of those dollars to be cut for the next three years. So they're looking at a cut from $29 million to 26 in um, 23, and then in 24 to be cut to 23, and in 25 to 18 million for the. Um, so that's going to basically have a significant impact, if you will, at the federal level. Yeah. Um, in terms of the amount of money that's coming to the state of Colorado. Is that going to affect stuff like Meals on Wheels and things like that, that older adults may be using? Yes. It would would cut the federal dollars for Meals on Wheels, legal services, some of the home care services, some of the mandated um, nursing home ombudsman services. So that's the kind of thing that it would um, effect, yes. We'll frown at that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll definitely um, frown at that one. Go ahead. Yeah. Additionally, um, but it looks like the state was able to keep their funding pretty um, standard, if you will. Um, the state also refunded on the dental side. Um, they made two improvements. One is if you are a Medicaid beneficiary, there was a cap on adult dental of $1,500 a year. And then once every five years, you qualified for another $1,500 if you needed dentures. That cap has been taken away. So if you need adult dental services, you should be, and you're on Medicaid, you should be able to continue to get dental services. So that should be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're realizing more and more, I think, that dental is important for the overall health. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, um, they left it at level funding, but they funded the low-income senior dental program at $4 million, which is what it has been for the last, I don't know, four or five years, whatever, sure. um, whenever it originally went into effect, it was $3 million. And then a couple of years ago, we got $4 million and, and it stayed static there. Um, and so, people, so are, people are making a lot of use of that. That's one of those things that it's, I guess it's quietly being applied, but people are using it. Well, and the other thing on the dental front that really has nothing to do with the legislature, but has been added, if you will, as a pretty significant benefit for people who have Medicare Advantage plans. It's now a pretty significant benefit in those plans, like Kaiser United Healthcare has a number of those. 
Devoted, Cigna, um, Denver Health, uh, Humana. Um, one of the things that I guess I'm kind of concerned about is that the legislature seems to have taken kind of a philosophy this year that it's the responsibility of landlords to um, be the safety net for um, tenants. Um, I think the they've done some stuff, but I think the cost is just so prohibitive for the need for rental services that they've or rental supports that they have shifted a lot of that to um, the landlords. So the two that I thought I might call to your listeners' attention is one of them is that if you are receiving public assistance like SSI, SSDI, Mm -hmm. or the Colorado Works Program, then basically... If you are um, being evicted and the court, you know, approves the judgment that you should be evicted, um, you have um, 30 days before basically you can actually be taken out of your house. Um, The other thing is that they mandated for that group of people Mm -hmm. that you have to – participate in mandatory mandatory mediation and okay. you cannot be required by the terms of the landlord's lease to give up your right to mediation uh-huh. and then um, if you agree in mediation obviously you can go forward if it goes to the courts then you have the protections that you have another if you will 30 days before you have to actually vacate the property. This year, you're going back in person again for Salute to Seniors. Tell me about that. When's it going to be and where? So the Salute to Seniors is going to be on May the 20th in person. And for our friends who are not able to attend in person for whatever reason, There will be a virtual one on Sunday, the 21st. Um, The in-person on the 20th will be from 9.30 to 3 at the Marriott Denver Tech Center at 4900 South Syracuse. The virtual one will be Sunday, the 21st from 11.30 to 1 o'clock. I guess one key there is that because prior to the pandemic, uh, Salute to Seniors was at the Colorado Convention Center, so there were a number of older adults who um, who rode RTD's light rail down there, uh, big down at the tech center, and maybe they may not have that uh, advantage there. So, uh, uh, Well, that... actually, you do. Okay. So the light rail, actually, if you stop at the Bellevue Station. Bellevue Station. You, you walk about 50 feet. Um, and you get on the elevator, take the bridge over I-25. You are literally in the Marriott Tech Center, Denver Marriott Tech Center's parking lot. Oh, really? It's about, yes, it's about a, the internet says seven minutes. It took my husband and I about 11 and a half to walk it. So, um, yeah, it's a short walk, um, and it's just really seriously up over the, 
Um, cross over the bridge there. Yeah, cross, take the bridge over the highway. I think your theme this year is a boomer thing when we were young. A lot of boomers yes. are still thinking they're young. Well, we are, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but as you look back at some of the things that happened in the 60s, you look at, you know, the dolls you played with or the dresses you wore or the games you played or the television shows. And, you know, there's a lot of good memories from the 60s and a lot of work that uh, or a lot of things that um, the world was kind of um, open, if you will. Yeah. Um, we had lots of opportunity for exploration, for finding new things. The 60s were full of things like, you know, the civil rights movement, the women's movement, the feminist movement. Space exploration was big. We landed a man on the moon for the first time. So there were lots of things that happened in the 60s as well. Those of us who are boomers were much younger. So it'll be an opportunity to reflect on some of that and to think about that as well as to visit a number of exhibitors. Um, Join the health fair sponsored by Cigna which is our um, title sponsor this year. Sure. Uh, Forney Museum will be there again with um, some, auto, uh, some classic cars from the 1960s. Oh, yeah. Uh, of, co- of course, a favorite is always bingo. The other thing we're doing is a series of how-to sessions. So how to file for your senior income tax credit, yeah. how to find resources on the phone, how to find your ancestors, how to do a low uh, water landscape. Um, so there'll be a number of those kinds of how-to sessions as well. And then we'll close the afternoon off with um, the After Midnight Jazz Band. Oh. Um, we are going to set up a um, dance floor. So you can either sing along or dance if you would like to. Um, and so hopefully it'll be a fun afternoon. So the website where they can find out more information or to look at a, the complete details, the website to go to is? SeniorAnswers.org. Updating us on the just-concluded Colorado Legislature's key actions affecting older adults has been Ms. Eileen Doherty, Executive Director of the Colorado Gerontological Society. The CGS Annual Salute to Seniors, the Free Expo, is next Saturday at the Denver Tech Center Marriott. Details online at SeniorAnswers.org. I'm Adam Morgan. Do keep in touch. Even though the pandemic is officially over, the COVID is still around. So get your shots if you need them. And we do thank you for sharing a few moments of your weekend with us.